Welcome to the Tradies in Business podcast with your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Divert your phone and grab a brew as Waz and Nick unpack tips, tales, secrets and stuff-ups from guests both inside and outside your trade. Helping educate and inspire you to break the cycle of gut-busting and money stress and create a true trade business. Go. I'm feeling a bit passionate today, Warwick. What are you, like passionate in what way, should I ask? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm feeling a bit cranky, actually. Oh, passionate in a bad way. Yeah, I've um, been watching something unfold on social media and I've not been happy about it. Um, That's not uncommon, (laughs) social media. No, it's not. But in this particular case, I'm watching... Look, it doesn't impact me personally, but I think it impacts the whole industry in a roundabout way. And I'm watching a somebody else's client mm-hmm. absolutely rag out the builder. In this case, it's a builder. Mm-hmm. And I mean they are using their influence. They have a lot of influence. And they are just um, perpetuating, I'm going to call it bullshit, over and over and over again. And this poor business owner is going to be severely impacted by... Um, something that I don't see as an issue. Mm. And I won't go too far into it because I don't need hate mail, but the issue that the client thinks is an issue is not an issue. It, it's sadly a fairly common story, isn't it? Unfortunately. And <laughs> we've we've kind of covered this, I think, in a previous Fuck It Friday. G'day, listeners. Welcome to the Tradies in Business podcast. This is a Fuck It Friday, so we <laughs> use some adult language. And it sounds like Nick might let a few go today. Coxie. No, Coxie. Coxie today. Um, uh, cranky Coxie. Cranky Coxie. <laughs> <laughs> but we sort of talked about this with the whole, you know, customer's always right thing. No, they're not. But that doesn't seem to matter when it comes to the powers that be. Shall we refer to them as that? Yeah, let's let's call it, there, let's make it nice. There seems to be a very consumer bias mm. to the regulators. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I, I see this a bit in a number of industries. Financial planning mm. is very much like that with I agree. the ASIC, and we'll call them out because I can, because <laughs> um, it's not our bag anymore. But uh, yeah, when I was a financial planner, it was like, Basically, people could cry wolf and they'd throw you in jail. Mm. And then it was like, well, but they cried wolf. And I was like, but I'm not a wolf. So, prove it. Mm. They said you're a wolf. Mm. You stole their money or you did a bad investment. It's like, no, I didn't. Here, here's the paperwork. Oh, no, you got to prove it more. It seems to be that same sort of a bias with the trades. I'm, I'm feeling my rainy pants being hitched up here a little bit. Um I don't know who the trades go to for help. Yeah, we were chatting about this in my kitchen over a cuppa. Mm-hmm. There's not, there doesn't seem to be a voice for builders or subbies. Um, and I know we've got some associations, um, mm. but there's a limit to what they can do. Yeah, they're. they're I'm being careful with my words here. <laughs> we don't want to piss anyone off too much. And it, and it's not about that so much. It's more about recognising that things aren't working the way they are. No. And I know we, we probably talk about this a bit in our Fuck It Fridays. Um, 
And that's because I think it's a real problem and it's affecting a lot of people and it's affecting a lot of families. And, you know, in this case that you've languaged or that you've uh, sort of put some words around, um, you know, this has the potential to destroy a business and a family Mm -hmm. and all the people that rely on that business. Um, And it's a lose, lose, lose in this scenario. Like everyone's going to lose. There's no, there's no winner out of what is currently unfolding in that scenario. Not even the client. No, not even the client's going to get the result that they think that they want. Um, it is lose, lose, lose. I think that these issues are really what's behind the suicide rate in the trades. I think that the struggle around there being a voice for the subcontractors, for the tradies, for the builders, for... Us as a whole is what's causing so many of the issues. So, you know, it starts at the top and something goes wrong with the builder and the builder goes broke and then the subbies don't get paid and then they're broke and then, you know, their apprentices are without a job and they're only halfway through their apprenticeship and they don't know where to go. And, you know, it filters through the whole thing and there's nobody to assist them with that. There's nobody – there is a a government – space being very careful with my languaging here that presents as though it's meant to be there for the trades and it is not no and i've i've heard plenty of personal stories from friends and uh even tradies in business listeners and followers that when they actually proactively put their hand up and say hey need some help here with an issue the first reaction is well, you must be shit. Let's go after you. Every time. And all that's doing is stopping any trade from sticking their hand up and saying, hey, need a bit of help here. They're just going to go, well, I'm not fucking talking to them because they're just going to shoot me. I'm the messenger. Absolutely. I think it's making them afraid to ask for help. It's making them afraid of the potential of what a client is able to do. I think it is making them wary about the decisions they're making in business. It's creating business collapse. It's creating issues for subcontractors. It, it's 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 a mess. I think the whole industry at this point is in a mess. It's like too much power and credence has been given to the consumer view of the relationships and the outcomes. Absolutely. And there's, there's a loss of balance mm. with an independent regulator or body coming in and saying okay well that's interesting you've got a complaint that's cool let's hear from the other side Mm. and and in all honesty in my own experience from a bunch of years ago with fair work Mm -hmm. I, i actually found that it was reasonably like they 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 work pretty hard to keep a balanced view i think they do um, I don't it, have any tough, issues with right? fair work. If someone's got to complain about something, you have to investigate it. You do. Um, oh, well, mm, you should investigate it, but that's not happening. I mean, let's, let's say an employee brings an unfair dismissal claim. Yes, that needs to be investigated. It's like, well, we've got to take a look at that. Absolutely. You can't, you can't dismiss a victim's cry. No. Um, but the investigation and the, and the uh, inquiry into it needs to be from a place of well let's see first of all if there is actually an issue here 
let's see who the parties are that are involved. Let's have a balanced look at what's unfolded and then let's take a fact-based consideration of have standards been breached, has due process, legislation, whatever been followed, and if it has, then this is a spurious claim, go away. Mm-hmm. Or yes, you've got legitimate complaint here and there should be some mechanism for redress or compensation or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I find, you know, even clients who have gone through the whole fair work thing, look, it's easy for an employee to bring a claim, but it's not as easy as people make out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think the regulator does a reasonable job of discouraging frivolous claims. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a, there's a number of regulators that do this reasonably well, and then there's some that do a piss-poor job of it. And uh, I think that needs to change. <laughs> <laughs> so, and and this is the thing, right? <clears throat> you say anything like this and there's fear around, you mm. know, speaking out against the system and the man and the regulator and it's like, well, you know, we're talking about people's lives and livelihood here and you, you mentioned it, Coxie, with mental health issues, suicide mm. rates in, in the trades and construction. I mean, it's it's more than double the national average in some mm. segments, some sectors within construction. And that's very telling. Um, I mean, it's, it's multifaceted. The issue itself, it's not just because of, you know, the customer's always not. right assumptions. No, no, not at all. But it's certainly adding to the, the stresses, certainly for, uh, you know, private businesses, private builders. So... Yeah, I um, I don't have any answers to that other than I think the way all this gets talked about needs to change. I agree. I think that um, we need to have some tough conversations. I think that we need to try and remove the fear. I think that um, there need to be a few conversations about the fact that people are asking for help and they're not getting it mm. and that there are some regulators in place that, should be responsible for providing that assistance um and i think that generally when people are calling those regulators out they're being shut down so i do see a bit of a groundswell i am contacted on a weekly basis from subcontractors and builders who are in a tough spot because something's gone wrong and they don't know where else to go for help Mm. and they've tried said regulators and not received the assistance that they should be getting and they just don't know where else to go they can't necessarily afford to go legal they have tried some of the other um, industry groups and they're limited in some of their responsibilities or what they're able to do Mm. and they don't know where to go and they don't know who to talk to and they can't afford to do anything else about it so they just feel caught and you know, for some people that means that they lose a business. Mm. And generally when you lose a business, you're going to lose your home and perhaps your family. Oh, the, the ripples are massive mm. and, and wide-reaching. And the problem is then it filters to the subcontractors and, the, you know, they're not getting paid and then they lose their business. And, and the clients end up in a shit scenario as well. They do. The clients are protected in that they do – there is insurance to protect them. There is ins- insurance to protect the business owner from the clients going broke, you know. But, you know, how many of those jobs get finished well and – 
I mean, the whole experience just ends up being shit. The whole experience is pretty crappy, and I don't, I couldn't comment on that. I, I know mm. personally that the insurance, you know, they're obviously not with their builder of choice, but something's gone wrong, so they probably don't choose their builder anymore anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but the jobs are getting done, and they have to be done to to spec. And you know, once a regulator's involved, then obviously there's a great deal more checks along the way. So, I, I think that the outcome is not. Favorable, but it's not the end of the world for the client either. No. Yeah, it's it's um, difficult to comment without having facts and data. Yeah, uh, I agree. And you know, this is an opinion piece. Fuck mm. it, Fridays are just our opinion and just shooting the shit, mm-hmm. uh, and hopefully stimulating some conversation as well mm. um, with you, the listener, our one listener. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we do want to know what you think and what your experience is probably more so. Yeah. Um, are we alone in what we're hearing and thinking or are you finding this is similar for you in your business as well? Mm, I know. In my travels, I certainly hear a lot of uh, grumbles about the way the industry works, particularly mm. that whole, you know, builder, subcontractor, customer triangle. Mm. Um, it doesn't appear to be working well. Um, I do hear a lot of complaints about it. mm and uh, there seems to be a lot of stuff in the media about it on occasion. All um, the time. <laughs> <laughs> Poor old tradie catches an ear bashing. Yeah. And and sadly, that seems to be all that's really happening out of this is the trades are just painted in a negative light again. Mm. And, you know, I think... I think, Nicole, you really need to start an association. <laughs> In my spare time. <laughs> and, uh, you know, band everybody together. <laughs> um, and I'll just turn up for the photo shoot. But <laughs> You've got to have the pom-poms then. <laughs> <laughs> but I do. It's it's almost like there is not enough of a voice. There needs to be a collective voice. So you're very right in what you're saying. Um, I don't have the time to do it. <laughs> mm. However... We are interested to hear what your opinion is so that we can, um, I guess, see what needs to be done. Mm. How do we move forward? How do we come to better? How do we band together as an industry Mm. to make change fair for everybody? Because, you know, the big end of town, they've got fairly big bats to swing. They, They have worked out ways to get what they need and what they want. Uh, that was well said. And, you know, with with size comes comes a bit of power. I mean, that's just mm-hmm. the, the laws of nature. Mm-hmm. Um, but as is usually the case, uh, the, the small to medium operators, there's a lot of you and you're all over the shop. Mm. Um, and so it's easy for the regulator to squish the little ones, um, rightly or wrongly. And it's probably easy for customers to... You know, jump up and down and get what they want because, mm. you know, consumers have a fair bit of power in the marketplace. Mm. Um, government listens to them. But what about you? Are you just stuck in the middle, you know, as the as the little operator there, whether you've got 10 guys or 2 or 20? It's, you know, it's that sort of no man's land in business. And I think it feels like a very lonely space. And it's not just the trades that no. have this issue. It's, no, no, not at all. It's small to medium business in Australia in general, I've found, mm. having worked with with, uh, I- with that sector for the last 10 plus years. Um, but obviously our focus is with you, the tradespeople, mm. um, the builders, and um, 
hopefully somehow figuring out how to affect some positive change. We're going to pull on the black balaclava, balaclavas <laughs> and uh, get all gorilla on this. Uh, That's a bit dramatic. And and form a resistance. But um, I guess we just want to start with getting some voices heard, don't we? So that begins with conversations. Yeah, and a different conversation to mm. the current narrative, which is tradies are shit and builders are assholes. And none of them are, well, you know, there's always exceptions to the rule. But honestly, for the most part, tradies are fantastic. Builders are great. And we're working hard to create businesses and dreams and yep. move forward. But we're stuck with this uh, negative label that we have to wear all the time. Mm. And when we require assistance, we don't know where to go. There's, there's an assumption that, you know, builders and subbies are dishonest and doing the wrong thing. Mm, very much. Uh, tradies, full stop. With customers, you know, like it, the yeah. consumers probably have that perception. There's just so much crap and vitriol about tradies ripping people off and I get sick of seeing that in the media. Mm. Um, when, you know, do tradies do an awesome job all the time? Absolutely not. You mm. know, lots of, of you not. could do a hell of a lot better than you currently do. Sure. And that's why we do this yes. um, to help you do that. But it doesn't mean that you're dishonest or malicious in that. So No. Um, yeah, unfortunately, it causes a lot of tension and a lot of miscommunication amongst the ranks, mm. and therefore, we're just an easy target mm. for consumers. And then from the top down as well. I mean, the, you know, you can't even blame government. They're just they're going on the loudest noise, and the loudest noise comes from consumers and the media. So they're doing what they think needs to be done. Yeah, I think you're right. I think we're a pretty soft target too. I think that. Um because we're not necessarily taught how to be business people, because we can't come together as an industry, we don't really have a voice. We don't know what to do, where to go. Um, it's a very complex issue. It, it's it's not straightforward. We need um, a collective voice here to get any kind of positive result. Mm. Um Tradies mm. in Business Incorporated. <laughs> <laughs> but but do tell us what you think. We, we really want to start getting some feedback from you. You're out there on the ground. You're living this every day in your trade business, whether you're a plumber, an electrician, a builder, a tiler, a glazier, a landscaper, a motor mechanic, it doesn't matter. Um, but particularly trades and construction, you know, that sort of uh, traditional area that gets a bit of hate. Mm, uh, a lot of hate. <clears throat> Yeah, tell us what your experience is. What are you seeing? Um, have you got a personal story you want to share with us? Hit us on Facebook at the Tradies in Business group. So go to the groups area and search Tradies in Business. Or you can actually do it via the website, tradiesinbusiness.com.au. You can send us a voicemail and uh, we might even play it on the podcast. Mm -hmm. If you've got an opinion, we would love to uh, chuck it up on air and play it on the podcast. Or you can just send us a question through via that or the contact form. And um, jump in. Join the conversation. Um, we really want to hear from you, the tradies. If you want to do it anonymously, you can also mm. just send an email and we'll keep all of your details anonymous. Yeah, yeah. We won't out anybody. If you're no. going through something personal at the moment, um, just flag that with us and we're more than happy to listen um, and add your story to the weight of uh, evidence as Coxie and I wrestle with the idea of going into bat for... For the industry, basically. We are going into bat. I have a very important appointment next week. Mm. And, you know, we, we're, we're looking at ways we can give more of a voice to more of you. So Absolutely. Please, uh, you know, jump in and, and help us to do that. So um, that's that's our Fuck It Friday. It wasn't very controversial, but it is a difficult 
topic to discuss. I think it just opens a conversation. Let's get people talking about this. Mm. So hit us on Facebook, Traders in Business, or website, tradersinbusiness.com.au. We really want to hear from you. Uh, And until next episode. See you later. Take care. You've been listening to the Tradies in Business podcast with Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Find out more about today's guest, tools for your trade business and other cool stuff at tradiesinbusiness.com.au.